strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Strategy Talks. I want to especially welcome those who are here with us live today, which is amazing. And please put in the comments where you're joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, as always, put hashtag replay in the comments so that both my guests and I can see those comments. And if you have questions, we'll follow up with you. Special shout out to our podcast listeners. Uh, We know the amount of listeners is growing. We're very excited to have a community of people who are listening to these experts that we have on as guests. We're very excited that you're here today. Um, Before I move on and introduce you to my guest, I want to make sure I do a shout out to our sponsor, who is Social Insider, the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without, without much further ado, I'm going to bring up on the screen with us, for those of you who are watching, um, my guest, Paula Diaco. How are you today, Paula? I am doing well, Doreen. How are you? I am fantastic. So um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Paula to all of you. Paula helps creative entrepreneurs play with words and language so they can bring their stories to life. Entrepreneurs who see the value of writing a book come to her for the storytelling tools she offers. They use the tools to produce content that builds their platform of informed thought and ideas as well as the larger book projects they want to. So Paula, today the title is, So You Want to Write a Business Book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Exactly. And a lot of people do, don't they? They a do. Lot of people, they want to write a book and they want to write a book to set themselves apart from their competition to share their worldview on their business, their industry, their expertise. They may want to have a um, a, a book length rant, which can be called a manifesto, which offers not only their opinion, but suggestions as to how to improve something that's very important to them and to other people. So writing a business book is a big deal, but it doesn't have to be a big obstacle for the person who wants to do it. All right. So say I decide to want to write a book. What are some expectations that you can set? Um, What is, and I don't know if you have answers, what is the average time it takes somebody to write a book start to finish? There, I have answers to that. And it's going to be not very fulfilling to hear, but it could be anywhere from uh, 90 days to years. Unfortunately, it depends really on what you are trying to write. So we're talking strictly a business book. I have worked with clients who have written wonderful manuscripts in four months. 
Now they were being coached. So a lot of things that might have come up um, for them that were obstacles or resistances were dealt with in our coaching sessions, which was very helpful to them. But sure. we had a goal of getting it done in four months and they achieved that. And they achieved it with relative ease too. Again, because they could focus on writing and any, again, obstacles or resistances were, were handled. And so they could they could continue going and doing what I called succeeding in writer's math. So I'll share that with you and your audience members. And it's to look at writing from 500 word chunks. 500 words to give context are uh, two pages of an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, double spaced. So not a lot of words, something that can be achieved by a lot of people within an hour. And you wanna look at doing that writing of 500 words five days a week in that week you'll have written 2500 words in four weeks 10,000 words in four months 40,000 words and that is a business book perfect wow right that is some great math right there i love that okay so recap four months mm -hmm. every month you end up writing 10,000, but you break it down. It's 500 words, five yeah, days a week. Exactly. Yeah. Cause 10,000 sounds pretty audacious and a little bit scary, but mm -hmm. 500 doesn't, especially when you think of it in the context of an hour and work towards writing that amount in an hour so that you can carve out in your schedule, in your calendar, an hour long session that's devoted to writing. You will have planned what it is you're writing ahead of time. So I'm not suggesting that you randomly sit down and write 500 words and in four months, you're going to have a really good book. So there's <laughs> planning and there's a, a, a base upon which you're going to launch yourself into that writing. But yes, if you've got all that um, settled in, then doing the 500 words five times a week which could be five hours in one day or however you want to do it, whatever's comfortable for you will achieve that goal of 40,000 words. And 40,000 words is more than adequate for a business book that is very highly concentrated and focused on a particular topic. Okay. So let's move on to that uh -huh. topic, right? Yeah. Title and topic. Yeah. Uh, what advice can you give someone go wide go deep do research about what other people are writing trying to write something for your audience trying to write something because you're the expert trying to write something because you see a whole what you talked about why people write a book right so yeah. then when we pick a title or we pick a topic what can you share with us about that on on what to do and maybe what not to do yeah, so yes to all of your questions, and I'll try to go down them each one. Um, you want to define and refine your topic uh, before, again, you start writing, if you're wanting to use the four-month method. Um, and that means that you do look at your competition. So you do an analysis of what else is out there already. How well have those books sold? Who has written them? Are you filling a gap in what has been published, but is still on that topic? So in fact, you want to have competition because it proves that it's a viable topic. 
Mm. But you want to find a corner of that topic that has not yet been taken by someone else. And if that happens to be like what really um, excites you in terms of what you do in the world or what you share in the world, then you've got that corner market. You're going to grab it and you're going to write that book and you're going to publish it and and perfect. That's a perfect scenario. So yes, you look, you look very closely at your topic and you look at what angle, again, that open niche, if that's the case, you're going to write yours from. So that's, that's it in a nutshell, but it takes analysis. It takes um, some research. It takes looking at your own audience. What is your audience um, complaining about? What are they asking for you to talk about? What are they musing about when you're writing content? How, what are their comments? What are their frustrations? That gives you a lot of insight into what goes into your book and what the topic should be. That's awesome. That's great. This is really good information. I do have a follow-up question. I heard you say um, about doing research and finding out if a book sold well. Yes. How does somebody find out? Like, how would I know if a book sold well? Yeah. So go to Amazon and do keyword searches on yeah. the topic and then pick up the ones. Very often, if you're writing on a topic, there's somebody who's already become famous writing on it, right? Yeah. So you go to those people first and it gives you um, on the book page, all manner of data that you can look through and sort. And I suggest to my clients, they create a spreadsheet of the top five okay. and preferably those books will have been published in the last five years, unless it's, um, unless it's uh, I don't even know what you would call the book, but a book that's been out for years and it's still a mainstay mm -hmm. um, in the industry. So they've had um, many editions of it, which keeps it current and popular, which is fine. Still pull data from that book and then look at where does it rank on Amazon? In what categories would your uh, book fit in those categories as well? Or would you possibly be in something, a related category? And by the way, you wouldn't, I, Honestly, don't know how you find out what Amazon's categories are. I think you can, and I should look that up, but that's what you want to do. Use Amazon. It's a free tool and it tells you everything you want to know. Okay. That's really helpful because that's, you know, really there in my head, I probably have 10 books and I yeah, started and stopped. Everybody yeah. has that. Yeah. Everybody who wants they to write do. a book. Yeah. yeah. We have books in our head. And it's like, well, is this one better? Is that one better, right? Mm -hmm. And as a speaker, um, and, and if you're watching this or listening to this and you're a speaker and, or you're a trainer, you're a workshop giver, you already have all this content. You're an expert on something. And if you own right. a business, you're an expert on running that business. So essentially, whatever's in your head, you could write a book about that. But is that something that other people would want? And I love that you said, what is your audience talking to you about online? Yeah. If yeah. you, your goal is to write a book, see what resonates with them, right? We go back to yeah. data. So go look at what were your best posts on LinkedIn? What did people respond to on Instagram? What were they asking you on Facebook? And go to that and then see what you could write to answer those questions. I love yeah. that, Paula. That's mm -hmm. really, really insightful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it works. 
Because you want to write something that sells. You want to write something that's going to get you on stages. You want to write something that's relevant, but piques an audience's interest. Like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. And that's what's going to get you more attention than a Me Too book that's already been published by someone else. Okay, awesome. So let's move on to what kind of business books. You, We were in the green room. We we're talking about memoirs, fiction. Yeah. Could they mm-hmm. be considered business books? Yeah. So what's interesting here is for me, I meet people at the intersection of business and creativity. So some people come to me, they are a business owner and they want a book that will reflect, again, their business expertise. Some people come to me and they are either starting a business or they have a really profound interest in a topic and they want that book to give them credibility so that they can be a part of the larger conversation. So I have an example of that. A client of mine wrote a book called An Everyday Cult and she had left a cult that she had spent 18 years in knew a lot about the cult psychology, but she doesn't have credentials like a PhD in psychology. She said, a book is going to get me to the table of people talking and helping people about cults. She wrote a book and it has profoundly helped her build an amazing career. So she came to it from the book end. Someone else comes to it from the business end. So her book is a memoir, which is a nonfiction book about her time in a cult. Um, now her next books could be much more, not memoir so much, but talking about the tools of the cult trade, if you will. Um, but this first book helped people understand where she came from and yeah. give her instant credibility in her assertion that she is a cult educator. I love that. And I love that you use that word credibility. So if you're watching this and that's what you're looking for, credibility in your business, if you're a starter or even if you've been in business for a while and you want to scale your business, Mm -hmm. writing a book is a great tool to do that. Scale yourself as a trainer, as a speaker, but also as a business owner, if you want to start consulting or coaching, uh, writing a book, right? That gives you that credibility. So I love that. Um, Are there any things that we should not do or you have any caution tells for us about writing a business book yeah so um let's say you have a great idea and you've actually researched the topic and you've written the book and you decide to self-publish it which is a perfectly viable alternative to looking for a traditional publisher but you decide that you're going to do it all on your own and it if you're going to self-publish or independently publish is how it's called today you pay all the money for production everything from proofreading and copy editing to cover design to getting it printed and it can be costly and if you didn't budget for this and research what a budget should look like for this you may need to you know skip a few steps here and there in order to get the book out, which I understand, but suggest you not do. (laughs) That's a a great way to say this, Paula. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what you don't want to do is skip the copy editing and the proofreading um, because typos, especially a lot of typos is a perfect way for somebody to open the book, read that and shut it and never come back to it again. 
um, terrible cover designs. Um, there are there are cover designs that say I am a self-published book, and that is not flattering. So you want to bring in a person and hire someone who is a cover designer. And just so people know, your, the cover of your book is a huge marketing tool. It's one of the best once it's published that you have. So make the cover really, really strong and professional and ditto for the inside layout of the pages because you want people to read it and having a word um, produced um, manuscript is not optimal at all. You want to have it professionally typeset in a way that people won't notice that it's a really nice book to read because it engages the reader in in and it's easy, literally easy to read. So it's things like that that people need to consider. Um, writing a book and publishing a book is is kind of a big deal. So why not, you know, put your best foot forward, if you will. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Um, as far as finding um, when you're wanting to self-publish, finding a proofreader, an editor, um, a book cover artist, um, how if you've never hired anybody like that, how mm -hmm. does somebody go about this? Because you know, I'm my audience are is mo mainly business owner, marketers, entrepreneurs. So they might be in the process of this and they might be saying, well, I'm writing the book, but now I'm hearing Paula say, I need an editor. I need a proofreader. I need a professional, um, uh, you know, graphic designer. How, I mean, are there any resources out there for self-publishers that you could recommend? Yeah, there are. Um, there, um, there's Upwork, there's freelancer.com for sure and vet them very well. Mm -hmm. You know, get get referrals to people to clients that they've worked with, sure. and you can find someone who's really excellent and will work with you um, and do quality work for you. You can also, and if you're a business person, should be on LinkedIn, which has an amazing search tool, and there are tons of book designers on the site as well as illustrators book cover designers, um, everything publishing is actually on LinkedIn. And you would do the same process. You would do a search and then read their profile and then interview them and get referrals to, to their clients to see what it was like working with them. So those are my recommendations. And I do work with certain people. So I refer them directly to, you know, people I know, like, and trust myself. That's awesome. That's that's really great. So Paula, before we um, close shop today for Strategy Talks, how, where are you most active? On what platform? I heard you mention LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. since you and I are connected there, I do. I'm going to assume that is, but I'm going to let you tell us how people can connect with you and where they can find you online. Yep, they can find me on LinkedIn. I am very active there. Um, under my name, Paula Diaco. So search for me there. I, and I am active actually on Facebook as well. So people can friend me there. Um, I talk um, quite a bit there and then uh, replicate it on LinkedIn to uh, make it easy to keep my social media current. So those are probably the best places. And I'm all for somebody coming into my direct messaging and saying hello. That's awesome. And what's your website, Paula? It is write, W-R-I-T-E, storiesnow.com. 
writestoriesnow.com. Excellent. I'll make sure to put that in the comments, guys. Connect with Paula if you are starting the process or are in the process or got stuck writing a business book and you want to know more. Um, Paula and I have chatted before and at some point, maybe soon, I might end up hiring a coach myself. Um, I think if you've been in business longer than five or 10 years and you own your own business, you probably have dreamt just like me of writing that book. And sometimes you just need that accountability partner, right? Mm -hmm. Paula, to exactly. um, get it done. Nobody yeah. can really write it for you, although there's ghostwriters out there. But mm -hmm. if you're an expert, you have to write it. But getting somebody to help you get organized is going to be huge value to getting this done, especially if you're on a time crunch. So Paula, I want to thank you for being with us here today. I will be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Thank you so much for being here with us live. Don't forget to connect with Paula and I'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody.